This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie. It is Tuesday night and it is time for today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles with our Jeopardy flashback. Which I've decided spur of the moment last night to call this segment where we're highlighting reruns as it were. Even though this is not very far back, it's still a flashback to earlier in the season. So... A flashback it is. Anyway. Today we're going to be covering game two of the second chance tournament. Our contestants today were Molly, Tracy, and Erica. And Tracy, I know, because Ken mentioned it, came within one clue of defeating Matt Amodio. Molly lost to someone by one dollar i'm not exactly sure sure who but i want to say it was matea roach because matea had this knack of winning games by one dollar several times it it was kind of interesting as for erica i'm not exactly sure and it's not because i didn't watch these games i've i've not deliberately missed a whole lot i missed one episode and that was just a couple of months ago because I wasn't able to grab it in time and yeah but it's I'm not forgetting these people because I didn't watch them I just can't keep up with it because we had so many super champions and so many people lost to them and yeah but at any rate it was a very very close game. In which I think everybody had the lead at some point. Although it was um sorry, I blanked for a second. It was Erica who had the lead going into final. Unfortunately, everybody missed final, and thanks to a slightly bad wager by by Erica, Molly ended up taking the game. So she will be the one to go on to finals on Thursday and Friday against Jessica and whoever wins tomorrow. Like I said, these are reruns, so I I don't remember exactly who won. Because... It was several months ago, and if I remembered the outcome of every single Jeopardy game ever, I think my brain would pop. I I remember who wins the week, but I'm not going to spoil it here. We'll hear about that on Friday. But that's kind of your nutshell rundown of the game I... Nobody, I'm not going over stories and such this week, or at least I haven't been because 
nothing's really grabbed my attention. It's all been rather mundane as, as contestant stories go. So I've not really, not really bothered talking about them. But at any rate, that was kind of the overview of the game. I know I didn't get to the Daily Doubles because I don't remember who found them. Everyone kind of sounded similar today, voice-wise. So, yeah, I don't have a clue. Um, this, like, this was another, this was another of what I call the, or what I, actually, I don't have a name for. I'm trying to think of one right off the bat, but they're the edge of your seat type of games. There were a lot of lead changes. A lot of different stuff went down. The game could have gone in so many different directions. This was one time when wagering strategy mattered and not everyone seemed to have 100% mastered it, which is normal. I'm not saying anything bad about the players. Nobody has ever 100% mastered wagering strategy. But I feel like there were some better moves that could have been made, particularly in final. Of course, knowing the right answer would have helped, but since no one did, everyone could have made some better wagers and not hurt themselves. Our third place contestant ended up wagering everything and dropped herself right down to zero, which is not a good thing to do. They don't have a third chance competition, so if you blunder second chance, well, yeah. Um, also, some people may want to kind of nitpick about this, but I really don't see the issue. They called it a competition and not a tournament, but it's a tournament. I mean, seriously. So if people want to get finicky over terminology, there, I'm putting that out there, but a tournament's a tournament in this kind of thing. So, eh. Oh, for the love of Pete. I do not feel like watching Darman right now. Go away. That was my other gadgets chattering. Um, but yeah, it was... Oh, for the love of... Go to sleep over there. Sorry about that. It wouldn't shut up. And it kept throwing off my train of thought. I know what I know I'm kind of describing these like they're like this is the first time we're seeing them. But it's just so I can make sure that all bases are covered here for this podcast. And for some of you this may be the first you're hearing about them, so I try not to assume too much. I try not to assume that everyone watched that tournament back in the fall when it aired. Because that's not... It's not exactly fair to my newbies here who are just catching all of this info for the very first time. So... But like I said, it was... It was a good game. We had three very good players who just, in their original appearances ran into obliterators like I said yesterday 
the like, the super champions tended to be obliterators. So I like I'm not even trying to be rude, but what when you have players that routinely flatten their competition, obliterator is an accurate description. <laughs> so that it's just these good players caught bad breaks in their first appearances and they're they're back to kind of redeem themselves and I can appreciate that. And everyone I've seen so far, well I've obviously watched the entire tournament but just reliving it now, everyone I've seen so far has played very well and even if they haven't won their games, they have really proven themselves as excellent players. And I'm going to leave you with that today because I really don't have much else to say. Not really remembering the games that some of these people played in is kind of hurting me. But I will see you folks tomorrow where we will talk about game three. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.